Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fitlistic Wellness Podcast, where we have raw, real conversations about everything and anything and relate it back to holistic health and wellness. Today, our very special guest, friend of mine, Shauna from Shauna Sincerely, who is a empowerment coach. Hi! Welcome! <laughs> that was such an amazing introduction. Really? Oh my God, <laughs> yes, so I much. love it. <laughs> Everything real. <laughs> uh, okay, so I don't know if you really listened to the podcast before. Actually, you have. You told I've, me you have. Yeah, I listened to the one with you and the Boyle Queen. Hey. Yeah, that one was really, really good. She has some really good insight on stuff. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I wanted to have you on the podcast. Because and congratulations, by the way, on your podcast. Oh, thank you. Yes, it's amazing. Oh, this is so awesome. That is so kind. I love you. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> so I wanted to have you on the podcast because um, I know you went through some similar wellness journey as the Boyle Queen, mm-hmm. call her, mm-hmm. as well as like I think everything that you're doing right now really, really ties in to holistic health and wellness in the sense of your mind if your mind isn't fully there you can't fully be healthy right exactly exactly so i kind of want you to kind of take us back in your like wellness journey maybe touch on like how this empowerment coaching like how it all started for you and you know all the things okay let the listeners know (laughs) okay yeah oh my gosh okay so um i'll get into it it's a bit of a like a long deep story but Basically, my journey started at the age of 14. Um, At the age of 14, I started experiencing some really weird things with my body um, that turned out to be an autoimmune disorder called hydrogenitis superativa. Um, I wasn't actually diagnosed till the age of 24. Um, So I'm 30 now. So it was pretty like recent, like Mm -hmm. five years ago. Um, And that was kind of difficult because I didn't really know what I was dealing with. I didn't have a name for the condition. I was just basically experiencing um, these abscesses in certain areas of my body and I'd have to go to the hospital and get them drained. And it was really gruesome, really painful, really debilitating, Mm -hmm. very similar to the Boil Queen. It's actually the same condition. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was really, really frustrating. And Once I finally did get diagnosed, I was able to really do some research around the condition. And as I started to dig deeper, as we all do, we realized Mm -hmm. that a lot of things have to do with our diet Mm -hmm. and our lifestyle. And so that's um, really the year when I really decided that I was going to cut out a lot of things out of my diet and start experimenting with my body. And I actually ended up putting myself into remission uh, for the past, yeah, for the past three and a half years now. Congrats! Thank you, (laughs) thank you. Um, But throughout that journey of getting to my remission, um, it it was a big journey because I discovered a lot of things about myself: not being able to eat certain foods that I loved, like pizza, lasagna, candy, Mm -hmm. all those things. And um, I actually realized I had like a binging disorder, and Mm -hmm. that came about because there was a day that I really wanted pizza after a long day of work. And I, I actually ended up crying on the phone with my sister. I, that's how badly I wanted the pizza. Oh and she's like, okay, what's going on? You're crying about pizza. Like, what's really happening here? Mm-hmm. Tell me about your
your day. And I remember just thinking, okay, I really hate my job. I really am not resonating with this position mm-hmm. and feeling like it's kind of like killing my soul. Mm-hmm. And at the time I worked at... Um, a payday loan company and I was giving payday loans to people and um, they had just created a new system where they were giving payday loans to, you know, people on social assistance and ODSP. And I just felt so like crushed about it. Mm -hmm. And my first intention was to just come home and eat a pizza, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't because Mm -hmm. it would put me in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when I realized, wow, like I had a lot of emotional eating issues. And so I really Mm -hmm. worked on that. And that's when I kind of got into the body confidence realm of things. And I started a business where I would help women feel better about their body and drop the binge eating and drop the emotional eating. And um, now I do a lot of just overall empowerment because I do believe that like mindset is so important. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about, you know, not eating dairy or not eating gluten or all of these things. But it's also about like, how do you feel about yourself on the inside, like your self-love, your self-worth and all of that. Mm -hmm. So that's really how it all started and progressed Mm -hmm. Um, a lot through pain but I wouldn't change it because that's my testimony now yes (laughs) I love that I love that I feel like I think I've said this like to a few other people I've had on the podcast but like I feel like the people most passionate about what they do Mm -hmm. have gone through it themselves yeah and they're just like wanting to help people not have to do like go through all the shit they went through you know what I mean exactly exactly kind of like sets that fire on your ass yeah like someone really (laughs) has to take that you know someone has to take all of the like shit sandwich in a sense and you know so the other person doesn't have to make that same recipe you can make a better shit sandwich because let's be honest there's always going to be a little bit of that and a little bit of hard times sometimes a lot of hard times but if you could learn from someone else's mistakes or someone else's testimony why not Mm -hmm. you know for sure yeah Yeah, because I mean we all deal with it for a reason yeah exactly exactly so So going from like the body confidence to Mm -hmm. like now more so like just Overall empowerment. Oh, yeah, overall yeah. empowerment. So, like, what inspired that transition? And are you always going to be away from body confidence? No, <laughs> and, and that's so funny because I have so many people reach out to me saying, like, like I, we know, like I notice you're losing weight and you're constantly, like, mm-hmm. working out. Like, what's going on? Are you still into the body confidence stuff? And I'm like, body confidence is something that's, like, embedded in me. Like, that's mm-hmm. something that's such a big part of my journey. I had such a low self-esteem about myself you know, growing up in high school, it was really hard for me. And, um, I was very hard on myself and Mm -hmm. I don't, I would love to encourage other women and men even to feel good about their bodies. Um, but I think for me, I feel like a lot of the body confidence, like marketing has kind of swayed in a different direction where Mm -hmm. it's more like, I feel like almost just pouncing on these people and using it to make money mm-hmm. a lot and not to say that I don't want to be a part of that but I kind of want to more so like expand on overall self-love and mm-hmm. overall empowerment because um it's almost like the new plus size is becoming the new skinny and mm-hmm. I feel like that could be an, an unhealthy mindset as mm-hmm. well and I feel like yeah. there needs to be a balance and it's not just about your size or um 
you know, being plus size or being skinny, but it's just overall loving your life, loving mm-hmm. your body, loving yourself. And a bo- your body is only just one part of life. And I think it's so important for us to mm-hmm. kind of just look outside of ourselves yeah, and remember that there's so much more to life than just the body. And I think I'm so passionate about loving your whole entire life and living your best life that I have mm-hmm. so much more to say and share yeah. that summing it up into just body confidence for me doesn't do it justice, but that will always be a part of me because I'm so passionate about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, okay, my experience with like body confidence stuff yeah. has been like kind of all over the place for like past couple of years. I think that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. And, and like... In the sense of, like, not just as I see myself and my personal, like, body confidence, because, mm-hmm. you know, that's always, like, a roller coaster for everyone. Everyone, yeah. But, like, just different points of view of it. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, very skewed, and I think people are just really confused. Yeah, I think so, too. too. And I feel like it's another thing that adds stress. Yeah. Right? And, like, mm-hmm. obviously, when you're stressed, you can't, like, fully function. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stress kind of slows us down from, like... A time. Living our best lives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I see, like, I see, like, the good and, like, the little bit <clears throat> negative sides of it, too. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, like, someone who's, like, a certain size, like, say they're not, like, necessarily a plus size. Maybe they're right. super thin and mm-hmm. they see themselves as, like, overweight and, mm-hmm. like... Or even too skinny. Yeah, but, like, people... i seen, like, people who are, like, in that body confidence, like... Field you know, and around. Field yeah. and that are, like, more plus-size looking at, like, smaller people and just also judging in the sense of, like, yes. you're not allowed to feel fat because you're exactly. not. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. And that's what I was noticing more so when I started posting, like, my fitness journey and losing mm-hmm. weight. I noticed people were like, well, are you still body confident? And I'm like... Guys, like you don't need to be. I was two yeah. X. I'm no longer two X. I'm like between a large and a medium now. But uh-huh. you don't. I don't need to be two X to portray body confidence. Exactly. I could be any size, any yeah. size. And I guess that's kind of what I wanted to get into as well because you. I've noticed you starting your fitness journey and you're killing it. By Thank the way, you. See, like fucking slay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but like. <laughs> This girl's up at four in the morning, just like me, but she works out right away. I don't. I leave it for later. Uh, and yeah, I see you killing it. But like, Thank again, you, like I'm, I've even seen like people who are like working out and trying to like maybe improve their health. And that's yeah. normally what it's for. If someone's, you know, maybe a plus size and like their doctor has said, hey, you're yeah. at risk for certain health conditions like Mm -hmm. maybe you should try incorporating more in physical activity for health that has nothing to do with bashing your shape your body type your weight anything like that it's just like facts yeah and I've always been team listen to your body Mm -hmm. and I think like set aside body positivity curvy team curvy team this team that like I've always been team listen to your body and I looked bomb at 2x and I look bomb now (laughs) and I wouldn't even say I felt unhealthy at 2x because I was still very active like Mm. I was doing dance classes in heels heels, (laughs) five inch by the way and I think I was there were moments where I was still actually working out in the morning Mm. I was working out in the morning from like probably a year ago but 
I had to listen to my body and say, you know what? Like the minute I started walking up the stairs and I felt like, okay, why is it hard to breathe? Mm-hmm. Um, I realized, okay, what I was eating, like I was incorporating too much vegan junk, like the vegan desserts, the gluten-free oh, yeah. trash. Like there's a lot of stuff just because yeah. you're like vegetarian or vegan or pescatarian. Does there's, not make you healthy. Does not make you healthy. I was <sighs> still eating vegan donuts. Like it was nobody's business. And, yeah. you know, I had to be honest with myself because you can flex on the gram and you can pretend that like, oh, okay, I'm going to dance classes. I'm doing this. I'm so healthy at 2X. Mm-hmm. But y- you're only kidding yourself behind closed doors mm-hmm. when you're eating the vegan donuts and you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, I probably shouldn't be eating this vegan donut at nine o'clock yeah. at night. It doesn't matter how body positive I am. Yeah. Health is health. Yeah. And I think <laughs> that when people look at it, look at fitness as a negative and like a body confidence yeah. community, it's just like, it's not allowing anyone to improve their life. Not saying that they don't have like their life is like the worst now and they have to yeah. change it. No, they don't have to do anything. Yeah. But if that's what they want to do, you should encourage it. Exactly. I think so. Yeah. And I don't I think there's been so much shame around, you know, the desire to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like there's never any shame around someone wanting to dye their hair from blonde to red or red to blonde. But when you look at a plus size girl or you look at a skinny girl and that skinny girl says, I want a fat ass, so I'm going to work on my booty mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. Or the plus size girl says, you know, I, I would love leaner legs. It's like, oh my gosh, you don't yeah. love your body. It's like, no, I do love my body, but I'm entitled to look forward to something else that's okay mm-hmm. and that's not to say okay you should become anorexic or you should become obesely overweight yeah. but it's okay to desire certain look and your body is like a uh to me in in a sense is a work of art mm-hmm. so if you want to tattoo your body that's up to you like mm-hmm. if yeah, you yeah. want to decide okay i want to actually be a size eight and and look this way that's what I desire. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. You can still love yourself right now and still desire and look forward to mm-hmm. a different look. Our bodies are our bodies. We can manipulate it to do whatever we want to do. Exactly. If it's not making you sick and unhealthy, and that's where you need to be yeah. 100% real with yourself, mm-hmm. then it's not hurting anyone else. And why Why should anyone have an issue with that? And why should anyone judge you for that? Yeah. And I think for me, that's why it's like I've been really straying away from just this body confidence title because nobody's ever body confident 100% mm-hmm. of the time. Nobody's ever body positive 100% mm-hmm. of the time. So these labels, I feel like are just not really, they don't resonate with me anymore. And I feel more so just feel empowered. How about that? Mm-hmm. How about you just feel empowered? Yeah. Because that, honestly, that's the only thing that matters. Yeah. That you love yourself and mm-hmm. you feel empowered every day. And you feel like when you walk into this world, you you feel lit up inside you feel like a badass yeah and I think taking a hold of like your overall health is the best kind of self-love you can give to absolutely yourself. so like when people are judging that I don't know it just irritates me yeah like I've had so many people unfollow me since starting my my fitness journey and that's okay if it's like working out doesn't resonate with you anymore then mm-hmm. what I like I can't change that I can only do what makes me feel good and hope that it inspires someone mm-hmm. so yeah I mean I shared something today oh, it said something like I'm not responsible for what your mind thinks of me mm, I love and that and I'm like 
It's like, why should you carry the burden of someone else's thoughts of you? Like, that's not a fair mm-hmm. burden for you to carry. And I've noticed so powerful, so much, well, pretty much my whole life, that's what I've done. Mm-hmm. And so what I've been doing is trying to, like, work on my inner self, on my perception of me and only yeah. focusing on that. So I've kind of, like, isolated myself for a little <clears throat> bit just mm-hmm. to focus on Jenna because she's important sometimes, too. Yeah. <laughs> she's so important. She's awesome. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't know. I think that, you know not focusing on others perspective like especially when it comes to judging Mm -hmm. because like who the f really cares about what other somebody else thinks of you because that's not doing you like that's not gonna if even if it's positive it's not gonna help you get to where you need to be and if it's negative same thing so it's like why does that even matter yeah that's so profound what you just said it I love that you said even if it's positive too because that's literally how I live my life like and I'm grateful for a good compliment like Mm -hmm. I'm always like wow thank you so much but at the same time it's like I know because I know myself that whatever you say to me good or bad will not um change the direction Mm -hmm. that I'm going in because I've already decided and I know and I I know and I have committed to this decision Mm -hmm. to be in this place that I want to be so your like is just an extra like for me and I I think um um what was her name Lisa Nichols said this best she said Mm -hmm. you know I woke up in the morning and I like myself, so your like is just extra. And I love that. I'm going to send it to you, but oh, yes. I love that. Like, your like is just extra. Like, yeah. And it's not to be arrogant. It's just, I, like, I know myself. I yeah. love myself. And this is where I'm going. Yeah. Period. Bye. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bye is a little rude, bye. but bye. <laughs> <laughs> Snaps, finger, Snap. hair, lips. <laughs> <laughs> Having a little Lizzo moment. Right? <laughs> I mean, you had a bad bitch. Just a little. <laughs> Gosh, we're gonna be like having that on replay now. Oh my god, that's that's as soon as we're done recording this, mm-hmm. that's what's coming on. All right, so I want to talk a little bit now about your fitness journey and like your wellness journey in regards to your HS. Yeah. So. You've been active for a while, which you said, but you've gotten, like, really focused lately, yes, I've noticed. like, morning and evening with my trainer. Yeah, like, like really going double hard. headers. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> um, so, how, like, okay, so when you, you had your, <clears throat> you have, HS is chronic. It'll never go away, same mm-hmm. with what I have. Um, but, like, have you noticed an improvement in that, mm-hmm. even, because I know you said you were in remission already for three years, mm-hmm. but now that I've been your, working out, yeah, now that mm-hmm. you've been working out, has that? That's a great question. That as well. Yeah, that's a great question. I'm really glad you asked me that because I get that question a lot. So mm-hmm. if someone asks me, I'll be like, go listen to the podcast. Hey. <laughs> Shameless plug, right? Let's go. Um, yeah. So that's a good question. When I first. Um, was experiencing flare-ups, I I call them, Mm -hmm. um, HS flare-ups, like really gruesome, debilitating HS flare-ups. Obviously, I could not work out. It was Mm -hmm. debilitating. For me, I would get them um, under my breast. So sometimes Mm -hmm. I'd get like three or four, six abscesses at a time (laughs) under my breast or in my groin area or even under my arms. Like it was Mm -hmm. pretty severe. 
um, I couldn't really work out. So my fitness regimen at that time would be to just practice gratitude and be mm-hmm. positive. That was my fitness regimen. Like mm-hmm. it was my mindset. So I'd, I'd make sure my mind was fit. Once I started getting into remission, mm-hmm. I did try doing like hit training and that didn't resonate with my body. I found that my body would like see hit training as stress mm-hmm. and it'd be kind of like alert, 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 flare up, flare up, flare up. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to like reduce that. So I would just do like walks and do things that made me happy, like Zumba, dancing, things that kind of yes. got my happy endorphins up. Um, but once I went into complete full remission, mm-hmm. that's when I knew that, okay, this is my like green light. Like I can mm-hmm. go now. I can really go hard. But I didn't start doing like extreme fitness stuff till just this year. So I was really nervous at first because I was like, okay, I've been in remission for three years. Will this trigger anything? So mm-hmm. I started slow. I started on my own before I even hired a trainer or anything. Mm-hmm. I'd wake up early. I'd go to the gym and I'd start on the elliptical. That yeah. was fine. Then um, the next week I would incorporate other little things like um, maybe weights and lunges and Mm -hmm. things that were just kind of like slow, steady strength, not so much HIIT training. Yeah. And then later I really got into HIIT training and that went okay. Like my body was fine, but I found that I really had to stay consistent with it, push through it. And even if I had even just a little feeling of, oh my gosh, is something coming up? Is something there? I would kind of just put my mindset back to like, okay, everything's good. Nothing's there. I would not put attention onto it and I would Mm -hmm. keep going. And I pushed through that, like that fear, because that's what it really is. Right. And it's been completely fine. Now I train two times a day and I feel like it actually helps my body like fight off any sickness. Like Uh, Right now I've been like fighting off this cold, but I haven't gotten it, but I could tell like something inside my body wants to unleash this cold. But because I've been going to the gym twice a day, it's like I'm constantly sweating out these toxins and nothing can really like attack me at this point. And that's the mentality I'm going with. And that's the fantasy that I'm going with. So, so far, so good. And um, I love to connect with people who have HS and sometimes they ask me like, you know, I'd love to to get fit like that. And I'm like, listen, you need to be easy on yourself. If you're still getting mm-hmm. flare-ups, just be honest with yourself and say, okay, maybe I can go for a walk. Yeah. Maybe I can do three sit-ups today. Maybe I could do five sit-ups tomorrow, 10 sit-ups. It's like, take your mm-hmm. time. But if there's if you can't do anything at all and you're completely feeling debilitated physically, and this goes for anybody with mm-hmm. any illness, Yeah, work on your mindset, practice gratitude, practice being positive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people say, how do I stay positive when I feel like shit? Well, just look at the things around you. Look at your cat, look at your niece, look at your nephew, <laughs> yeah. look at the sun, look, buy flowers, put them in your house. Look at how amazing these flower, these roses bloom over the, the, mm-hmm. the next five days. You know, look at the soil in your cactus plant. Like, I don't know if cactus <laughs> is grown soil, but like, just be <laughs> grateful. I don't know. Like, I are you it. getting a, a ODSP check? Be grateful for that, that you mm-hmm. qualified for that. There's a mm-hmm. lot of people fighting to get an ODSP check. There's so many things that you can be grateful for. And when you start working on your mindset, and that's something I share in my book. I don't know Mm -hmm. if I told you, but I'm... Oh, yeah. By the way, (laughs) she's uh, almost... Well, she's an author, but... Almost there. She's almost there. (laughs) Yes, I'm writing a book called Her HS Story, and it's about my journey. And I actually talk about that, like, mindset and manifesting 
you know, positive things into your life is a big part of my book. And that's really where I started. That was how things unraveled for me, because I feel like if I didn't have that gratitude and I didn't practice that positivity, I wouldn't have attracted the things I needed to attract into my life. Like the doctor who diagnosed me, like what? Like 14 years old. Mm -hmm going into and then you're 24 and you just get a diagnosis like where was this doctor this whole time I really yeah. had to practice positive manifestation yeah. and and gratitude to even get a referral to this girl mm -hmm. like so that's a huge thing fitness is not just about going to the gym but it's also just about health mm -hmm. and the first part about being healthy is being wealthy and being wealthy has a lot to do with being healthy. So <laughs> I know it's like so back and forth, but like they, they're both intertwined health mm -hmm. and wealth, all mm -hmm. of it's intertwined. So you really need to work on your mindset. Okay. So I'm really glad you start talking about mindfulness. Cause like mm -hmm. I said, like previously, very briefly, I've been like doing a lot of that. Good for and like you. literally the past two weeks have been the best, two weeks in my life I can tell you've been doing that I mean you cut off all your hair like that's a big transformation that was after week one my friend wow <laughs> it's gorgeous by the way thank you it's chop chop I might have to change like the little logo of my podcast because my hair is long <laughs> I love it <laughs> I've been thinking about that should I do a rebrand hmm. let me know in the comments send me a message let me know. I mean... Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so I've been focusing a lot of like on, like, mindfulness and stuff. And there's so much stuff on social media. And I feel like this is, like... Okay, so me and Shauna, there was, like, half a year. We didn't really, like, talk too much. Yeah, we met once. Yeah. And we were both sitting down. It's funny because I saw you today. And I gave you a hug. I'm like, I didn't realize you were so petite. You're I'm like, well, I was sitting down. <laughs> yeah, I'm short AF, uh, five, and two and a half. And I'm tall AF, six, <laughs> period. <laughs> I don't even remember where I was going with this now. It's fine. There's so much stuff on social media. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's so much stuff on. I got you, girl. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, There's so much stuff on social media about, like, mindfulness and, like, self-care lately and, like, I just realized I had to shut myself off to any mm. online thing. Mm -hmm. And I had to, well, not complete, well, I shut myself off and then realized that wasn't realistic mm -hmm. in regards to, like, my feed. But, like, I filtered on which was legit and which mm -hmm. was, like, really negative because I yeah. find that even, like, sometimes meme accounts are, like, really negative yes. and, like, affects you, like, mm -hmm. looking at that all the time unfollow a bunch of yeah and things. it's like quirky little laughs but then you actually look at it and you're like this is actually not good for me yeah and then i i started following a lot of these instagram accounts that are mm -hmm. just like one line sentences that are just like wow that was spot on for me today yeah and i love it i remember seeing something in regards to uh i don't know i think it was something about setting boundaries and i and I've just struggled with that a lot mm -hmm. just because like, and I was just talking to my therapist last week. Oh, good for you. Like, I told her, I was like, I said no to someone to hang out. Not because I didn't want to. It was because like, I just, I just wanted me time. Yeah. And I was like, and I didn't feel guilty about it. And it was great. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that is so awesome. Little things like that. I yeah. Feel like build up and just make me unhappy. Mm. Even if like. 
I pretend like I am. On the DL, I'm like just unhappy and trying to of please course. everyone at this point. Yeah. Of so course. then I started to switch it around and it's just been getting so much better. Mm hmm. It's kind of like a dirty dish, right? You eat out of this dish and there's little residues of food. Mm -hmm. You put it down in the sink. It gets hard. You leave it for the next day. It gets harder. You leave it for the next day. It gets even harder. And then you actually have to soak the shit out of that dish. That's literally (laughs) what's happening right now is that you're soaking the shit out of your Instagram dish Mm -hmm. and you're getting rid of all of those little residues that you thought weren't even a big deal. It's just like, oh, it's just a little bit of food stuck on the plate. I'll get that later. Or even just like humans. Yeah. Because it's easy to say no to someone when Mm -hmm. you're behind a screen, but like in person, I feel bad because then Mm -hmm. you like see them get upset or kind of see them give you that convincing look like, hey, yeah, you want to come? You want to come? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But... Working on that has really improved things. So yeah. I like how we talking about mindset. And that was the other thing I want to touch on because when it comes to fitness, one of like the things I learned late mm-hmm. after I started working out yeah. in like the gym, for example, someone had told me like if your head's not in it, if you're not focused, you'll mm-hmm. never you'll never get strong. Oh, absolutely. And I was like, wow. It's all mindset. Yeah, like everything is so interconnected. It's yeah, and that's what I tell my trainer like when I started working with him was that, you know, training every day and pushing myself in in this place has literally transitioned into my life like mm-hmm. being able to get through all of your reps and get through them strong and mm-hmm. you know do it with good form and mm-hmm. you're sweating and you're tired and you want to stop but you don't like yeah that transitions into mm-hmm. your life like when you know that you have to send an email or you need to edit a podcast or you need to get something done after you finish your mm-hmm. nine to five and still work on your own business you're not going to go to bed because mm-hmm. you know you just got through those three reps today or those mm-hmm. three sets today and you're like if I can get those through those three sets mindset wise mm-hmm. I can literally stay up for another hour and do what I need to do for my business or mm-hmm. do what I need to do right now in order to progress myself in this life like you're unstoppable you feel unstoppable Mm -hmm. and I think that's why I've been so addicted to like my fitness journey in the gym because I can honestly use that word now like I I'm not I can't even lie about it I am addicted Mm -hmm. and I love it and I'm okay with it and I think it's because it's made me so much stronger in my real life like Mm -hmm. personal things that I've been going through even in general with family Mm -hmm. like I feel like I would have broken down last year and had like a mental breakdown about it. But now I'm just like, no, this too shall pass. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing when you feel pain in the gym, you realize you feel that pain, but then temporary and then you're stronger after. But then you realize you got through it or even the best part is, is if you filmed yourself doing it and you Mm -hmm. go home and you watch that little video later and you're like, hold on, I was in pain then. And I'm sitting in my bed now watching a video. So proud of myself, not in pain, which means pain is temporary. Mm -hmm. Wow. I love how you look at that. Yeah. I never even (laughs) thought of that 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 deeply. It's so deep. It's so crazy. And I've literally like, I've had things like kind of test me in my Mm -hmm. life the past like four weeks, you know, with certain situations in my family and literally things I would have broken down about mentally last year I feel like okay this too shall pass this is just another set for me it's just a set this Mm -hmm. is just a set Mm -hmm. I can get through this set (laughs) yes wow (laughs) I love that and okay literally that was me in the gym today wow I was doing like the the leg press okay so my gym don't those 
going to hurt. Yeah, but I was doing with one so leg. So my kryptonite. I was doing, like, one leg at a time. What? And then I'm like, because, I don't know, my that, gym. That like, will they, test you. Do you know, like, the things that you put the thing in the hole to, like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't labeled. It didn't say how much weight it was. Oh. I'm like, okay, so two of these. It's like a Russian no, roulette. Did, like, three. <laughs> and then I was like, I got to the last set. I'm like, I don't know how much this is. I went went one more heavier mm-hmm. it was really fucking hard but like i did it and i was like yes oh. put it right here yes <laughs> we just high-fived in case you yeah. didn't hear that <laughs> they definitely heard that you're welcome <laughs> so good i'm yeah, so proud of you like, the leg just, press is hard yeah it is and i don't normally use it often because it's like the one in my condo gym it's kind of like straight i normally like the ones that mm-hmm. are elevated where mm-hmm. you like kind of push your feet up into the air because it's kind of Mm -hmm. it's like the weights plus gravity right it's a lot harder anyways and it took me three trials to get to the gym today but i did my day this morning kind of started out a little rough (laughs) it's crazy guys (laughs) so i was gonna meet a friend at the gym who lives close to me and then like 30 minutes past i'm like okay so like this person's not answering so i'm not going there like well maybe i'll go take a class yeah try to go take a class Oh, they're all full. Oh, Come and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go straight home and use the gym in my condo like yes. I really should have done in the first place. Sometimes it's just better to get shit done on your own. And I think I've told you this before, but I have like a strict no working out with friends policy. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds so crazy because it's like I get a lot of people who are like, Oh, I'm I work like I live so close to that gym, maybe I can come work out with you. And I literally straight up say I have a strict no gym working out with friends policy. Like, Mm. I just don't do it. And I feel like it's my therapy. Like, you wouldn't be like to your friend, oh, come do therapy with me. Yeah. But I think it's okay, obviously, to work out with friends. If that's your thing, then you do it. But for me, it's like, I feel like working out at the gym for me is my therapy. And I love to just do it independently. Unless it's like, I know the person is really on that level. Then I can be like, okay, you're on this level. You're waking up at 4am and you're actually getting out of your bed and you'll actually meet me at the gym. Like, cool, let's go. So did I make the cut? You made the cut, girl. You did. I'm waking up at four. (laughs) You made the cut. I don't even need to be up at four. The latest I could get up is probably like five or six. Yeah, same here. But I find, don't you find that your day is so much more optimized when you get up at four? Like I get up at 4.15. I don't even do four. Like you're good. But like I do 4.15. I've been setting my alarm at, my first alarm at four and I've been getting up at four. It even Okay, you know what? Monday morning, I'm setting my alarm at four. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might snooze till four fifteen, but that's not the point. <laughs> my point is, I'm getting up at four something. Yes. I'm opening my eyes to press snooze. <laughs> no, I will get up at four. I'm actually, you know what's so funny? Because I usually get to the gym by like. 506 and I hate that I get there at this weird number 506 and I'm like mm. I'm gonna get there at five next time but now you've really inspired me to just like get up at four and put in that extra five minutes 15 minutes and get there for five on the dot because that extra six minutes you can do a lot yeah like a lot you could do like a full hit workout legit legit <laughs> like you can do a lot <laughs> yeah I can't get time back girl how, how long how long have you been getting up that early um, so I started doing 4.15 a.m.s probably since I got back from Miami in uh, January, uh, sorry, February. And then I was doing it, but I wasn't really consistent. Mm. And then it wasn't until around my birthday, so July of this year, 2019, mm. that I decided, okay, I'm 30 years old. I am going to be the best 
health I've ever been in yes. my whole entire life. And I started getting up at 4.15 every day. And even if I didn't make it to the gym, I'd still get up. Mm-hmm. So the very first time, what I did was the first seven days, I got up at 4.15, didn't go to the gym. I just got up, mm-hmm. walked around my house, meditated, listened to music, listened to audiobooks. Second week, I got up at 4.15, got to the gym by 5, and I didn't really do much. So Mm -hmm. I was just like, let me just be in the environment. Week three was the week where I was like, okay, let's go. Got up, went to the gym, started working out, watched YouTube videos, what Mm -hmm. was like, like prepped myself. I'd go on Instagram, create folders, and Mm -hmm. I'd put abs, um, glutes, legs, upper body, and create folders in my Instagram and just look at like little short one minute videos and then I would watch those at the gym and then imitate them Mm -hmm. and then it was like the second month where I was like I found this trainer on Kijiji who's like my in-person trainer now and he was like Kijiji Kijiji that's crazy yeah and I was actually searching for a personal trainer for about a month but I hadn't found anyone that resonated with me because a lot of them I found they were really focused on the fitness aspect Mm -hmm. but I was kind of looking for someone who can kind of be a life coach to me too and like Mm -hmm. really help me focus on my mindset and help me fill my cup and Mm -hmm. really just kind of give me what I give to other people yeah so like a holistic approach to fitness yeah and like like a lot of mindfulness and I found him online and I was like you know what let me let me like spy on his Instagram and see what he's really about. So I noticed he was doing like motivational videos and all of this stuff. And I was like, okay, I do that. I love that. Let me reach out to him. So I reached out to him and he was like, listen, like my one-on-ones are really expensive and I love to get people on the online program to kick the dust off. So I was like, okay, I'm not really looking for an online program. I'm looking for someone to push my ass. But then I said to myself, why not try the online program and prove to myself that I could stick to it on my own? And once Mm. I do that, then get someone, then invest in someone else's time. So I started his online program and I went hard. I filmed every day. I think you saw this. I filmed every single day. And he was, I remember when I first bought the online program, he was like, I usually get people in three months after the online program. This guy saw me after 30 days and how serious I was. And he was like, I want you in now. I want to start working on you. Like, we're going to get you to where you want to be. You're clearly putting in the work. And so I started seeing him and now I see him like five days a week. And it's just crazy because I thought I was going to go in maybe seeing him once or twice a week. And he's like, no, you're really doing it and you're really putting in the effort. Like, let's get you in five days a week. So we've really been like just working on my journey. And this is really just a full out blown like journey right now that I'm going on and I'm really loving it. (laughs) I love this, like, it's such a very unique fitness journey that I've never heard of before. That's what a lot of people are saying. Because you don't really, you don't really care about, like, the weight loss. And that's, uh, Mm -hmm. that's honestly a lot of the reasons and a lot of, yeah, a lot of the reasons why people first get into the gym. And I feel like that's not a very good motivation. It isn't. Because once you get to a certain goal physically, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Then what? Yeah. I don't think I've ever shared my why, but, like... For me, it it went so much deeper than just like, oh, I just want to lose weight and Mm -hmm. make my body look like this. Like, that was one of the reasons, but it was very far down on my list. And for me, it's like I grew up with a mom who... 
um, like fitness wasn't really big in our family Mm -hmm. and being healthy wasn't huge. Like actually my mom dealt with a lot of chronic illness. She, Mm -hmm. most of my life she was actually obese. She ended up getting like a gastro bypass to help Mm -hmm. her lose weight and, and not eat as much. And then that didn't really have great side effects. And it just, Mm -hmm. there were so many chronic issues with my mom and it was hard. Like she was an amazing mom. She did the best she could and she still is an amazing mom. But one thing I've learned from her journey is that I want to be the healthiest that I could be so that I could live an amazing and happy, confident and Mm. feeling good life with my children. And I don't have children yet, but I want to be prepared for when that time comes. And Mm -hmm. it's funny because my trainer, Shannon, always says like, that is one of the deepest whys I've ever heard. And he really believes that's why I keep going. Like Mm -hmm. I've, I've really never canceled on him. I had one family emergency and I canceled that day and it was hard for me to cancel. But since training with him the past six weeks, Mm -hmm. I've never canceled just because I didn't feel like going Mm -hmm. and I I feel like I always want to go because that why for me is so important like I want to create a legacy for my kids I want them to see what real fitness looks like I I want them to like be able to be like oh mom I want to join volleyball today like seems like a fun thing to do and without them even Mm -hmm. knowing it's a healthy thing to do but just that's their ideal life yeah like health is just so embedded in their lives and fitness is so embedded in their lives that it's fun to them and that's what I want for my kids and I just wanted to make it like really clear for anyone who's listening is like when we say health in regards to fitness it's not like don't look at it as anything negative. Exactly. Because sometimes I feel like people look at health as, like, restrictive. And, mm-hmm. like, it's not. Mm-mm. It's not. If you do it in a healthy way, yeah, it's not restrictive. At like, you're all. still getting all of the things that you, like, crave. Mm-hmm. Because essentially your body's craving, like, what it's deficient in. So if you're, mm-hmm. like, craving chocolate, it's a lot of the time because it's mag- magnesium. Yes. Right? So, like, if you're eating, like, a handful of nuts that has tons of magnesium in it, you're welcome. There's mm-hmm. your crush the craving. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's just, mm-hmm. like, uh, there's so many, like, negative ties to things, so I always want to, like, try to make whatever yeah. we're, like, talking about as positive as it's possible. It's so <laughs> true, and I, I love that because, you know, it's like I said earlier, like, I feel like, you know, there's so many positive mm-hmm. things that are taken out of context and for marketing yes. purposes and yes. just own self agendas of people. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's really sad to see that like something that was like body confidence was such mm-hmm. a pure thing. It was like people were fighting to feel good about themselves. And now it's almost turned into this, like, and I hate to say it, but like this team curvy society yeah. and it's, that that's sucky because it's like there's people who only have one arm one leg maybe they're missing an eye or maybe they're super skinny or maybe they're more than a 2x person or 3x person they're even more obese to the point where they're in bed and they can't get out like body confidence it does not have a size yeah it does not have a size it does not have a shape it does not have a gender body positivity doesn't have a size doesn't have a shape a gender anything you're right and it's like why like why is it turning into this anyone can love themselves anyone in whatever form they come like yeah exactly blank i think that's the best way to say it yeah that's that's the biggest message of this whole conversation yeah and I think, yeah, it all starts in the mindset. And if you don't have your mind right, whatever you do physically isn't 
isn't gonna like even if you get quick results from it it's yeah. not gonna last long term exactly you know what i mean exactly and i think it's so important just to to kind of like even if you have to journal it out is for some people journaling is corny i think it's the best thing that has ever been mm-hmm. invented um get clear on what you what you desire get clear on your goals and why you're doing what you're doing like Mm -hmm. if you wake up one day and you're like you know what I want to get healthy like what does that actually mean though what does that mean to you what does getting healthy mean to you write that down Mm -hmm. what does getting fit mean to you because for me before I started like looking for a fitness trainer I feel like I should shout him out by the way Mm because I've been mentioning him but Shannon is amazing at mm-hmm. Set Elite. If you guys want to follow him, he has great health tips. We'll add him in the description. Below. Yeah. <laughs> at Set Elite. <laughs> Super awesome. Um, great mindset, fitness trainer and coach. But like for me, even just finding him was it was divinely guided because I knew that I needed to look for someone mm-hmm. who could kind of be my mindset coach as well because mm-hmm. I I know just being in the gym and not being consistent it's all mindset for me it's like why aren't I being consistent mm-hmm. why am I holding myself back or sabotaging myself like why is it that I could go three months working out amazingly and then come home one day and sabotage myself with something I know I shouldn't even be eating and mm-hmm. I say shouldn't because it's not even just about oh it's too many calories it also has to do with my condition it's like no, you probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be eating anything with gluten, Shauna. Like, mm-hmm. don't eat that croissant because it might cause you a flare-up after three years of not having a flare-up. Mm-hmm. But we do these things. We're not perfect, right? Yeah. And it's all it's all about self-worth and self-love and really having a deep, deeper why behind mm-hmm. everything that you do. And once you get clarity on that, then it like the universe will guide you to find the right things and take the right aligned action mm-hmm. all the time. It never fails. It's like the law of the universe. Yes, I love that. <laughs> I, you know what I just realized? Like, you know how like we recently reconnected mm-hmm. after like you know a little break of yeah. like, just doing our own shit and killing it. Yeah, being boss babes, each other. <laughs> um, Which what? That's what friends do, by the yeah. way, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Some of my closest friends was oh my best friend from high school. She's still like my very best friend. Mm-hmm. There has been, like, an entire year where I didn't talk to her. And we talked to each other mm-hmm. the next time as if we'd seen each other the I day before. I think that is real friendship. Yeah, like, Let come each on. other grow. Yes. Give each other space. It's okay. What what you love and what's meant to be will always come back. Yeah, and it's crazy. When we did come back, mm-hmm. I realized, like, because I, I was doing my fitness and nutrition stuff, like, from before I even met you. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing your, your mindset coaching and everything mm-hmm. like that, like, before I even met you and like now that we're like reconnected again talking to each other on the podcast we've like kind of incorporated each other's specialties into our lifestyles yeah and like we're just fucking killing it I just realized that I'm so proud of you yeah yes Yes, I think that's the third one (laughs) all the high fives I love it all right well time is Time flies. We're having fun. Oh my gosh! Look I know. Damn. <laughs> that is crazy. All right. I mean, that's a great way to end off the podcast. Damn. <laughs> I feel like you were getting into something, but that's okay. No, I feel like we need another like, podcast for later because there's so much to talk there's about. There's always things to talk about. Yeah. Things change, and you know, of course, when you like drop the book, we're gonna have you come on <laughs> yes. and chat about, and we'll do a giveaway and like so all the things. But until then, Shauna, thank you so. 
so much for coming. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> like this has been postponed like twelve times from like the <laughs> but both we made of it. Us, we but did we made it. it. We did it. Thank you so much. I'm so so honored to be here, and I'm just so proud to see you doing your thing and this. Mm. Just to give Jenna a little shout out, please. Like, just to see you doing your thing and finding something that you feel grounded in is so beautiful. So and you should, you guys should see her little setup here. It's not even little, okay? First of all, this is a, a badass bitch setup. She has two beat headphones. It's a bitch pad. Two, I don't even know what these super cool Road mic, audio. Road audio mics. Okay, a little box here with some audio situation, <laughs> a MacBook, a cactus plant, a light lamp, and even a freaking cat named what? Blaze. Blaze. Okay, so. <laughs> She's doing her thing and like this is success. Oh, thank yeah, you this so is much. this is success. Like, you know, define your own success and you're a perfect example of that. And I'm I'm blown away. Like I feel honored to be even sitting across the table from you. Like this what? is wicked. Stop. You're going places. Don't forget about me when you're famous. What? Okay, relax, <laughs> relax. Relax. We have one day I'll go to LA. <laughs> Oh, One I'm day coming. you'll come with me. I have some points on my uh, on my uh, air miles. Yeah. Hey, let's get it. Hey. All right, I want to give you the floor really quickly just to drop all your socials. I'm also gonna include them in the description. So where can people reach out to you, chat yes. with you, work with you? Drop Absolutely. all the things. How about the book? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, let's so go. the book <laughs> is coming out in 2020. It's called Her HS Stories. So you'll get to read about my journey and how I put myself into remission. And, you know, it's not just for people with um, an autoimmune disorder or with HS, but this is really for anyone who has a chronic illness who is finding it hard to stay positive in a dark mm-hmm. time. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, as for uh, finding me, you can find me really anywhere at Sean sincerely um and then my website's www.shaunasincerely.com there's still a lot of body confidence stuff posted on there and i am currently transitioning into more overall empowerment coaching but like i said i will always you know rep body positivity and all of that and just being confident and overly empowered with yourself so yeah at shauna sincerely yeah cash me outside She, she dropped that one. She dropped but, Which that is probably going to be irrelevant like two years from now. So That's fine. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, we try to drop an episode every Friday at 6 a.m. Amazing. And if you like it, give it a thumbs up wherever you're listening to it on. Subscribe if you like to because my voice is very nice. Is it it not? is. Hey. All right. Until next time, guys. Have a good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time of the day it is. Peace. Peace.